Hey, uh, Donald, I was just thinking. Haven't heard anything about those rigged polls lately, about how they don't make any sense and they're all slanted. Got any thoughts on that? Trump vs. Hillary starts now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, that's right. Oh. We all want to be elected. I feel like I look like Hillary with the blue. Awesome. I, I know. It's like, ooh. <laughs> yes, I know. We all wish we could be as excited by lights as Chelsea is. <laughs> Welcome back, Chelsea. Welcome back, everyone. Trump versus Hillary. Welcome back, everyone, except for Stephen Helmkamp. Apparently, he's already doing his victory lap, but uh, maybe a little premature, but we'll talk about that. Anyway, uh, I'm Christian Blatt. Your moderator du jour, uh, at Christian DMZ. To my left, for those watching on YouTube, your right, at Drexel Heard. That's actually your birth name, at Drexel Heard. It is. Because you knew mm-hmm. that Twitter, Instagram, it was all going to be all the... And as I said, Chelsea Galicia. Hi. A good hombre, at Chelsea Galicia. <laughs> Scott Moore, at S-Man 80. Uh, and of course, by the way, please make sure you follow at Trump Hillary 16 be a lot going on in the uh, next uh, seven days, I have a hunch, you know, so keep in touch with us. And if you uh, listen on iTunes, make sure you rate, you comment, you subscribe, all that stuff. And you can join us right now in our chat over on YouTube. And uh, we uh, always look after the show, too. So even if you don't watch live, comment over there. And while you're doing all that, just make sure you get out and vote. That's right. Yes. I mean, there are you can do all of that. There are, right. Make sure you get a lot of accounts mm-hmm. for uh, people who have already started voting. I was talking to a friend who voted in Indiana yesterday, and uh, he said it took exactly as long as it does on election day. So I will never early vote again because it, in her, here in California, I know a friend of mine was out there for three hours. Mm-hmm. I've never waited on election day. I haven't waited either. 2008, 2012, like right a couple yeah. of the biggest elections I can think of. I, I, I walked for right like in. 20 minutes, maybe. Hmm. Maybe like know. from including driving there, it's like half an hour. But I understand that's a problem in a lot of places. Mm-hmm, for sure. Uh, and oh, by the way, if you're in Illinois, make sure you vote early and often. Don't forget to do both. <laughs> uh, so I don't know what we should talk about today. There's just so, there's just, uh, it was just such a quiet week, you know? There wasn't really anything. You <laughs> no, know? No. Trump was really focused uh, in a speech in Pennsylvania talking about Obamacare. Uh, you know, maybe we'll get to that. But, uh, oh, look! The FBI uh, decided that they needed to send an email to Congress, which, ultimately, I feel like it didn't really say anything. It was just more like, hey, that thing we didn't close, it's uh, still not closed, but I, 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 don't know, I got some other stuff we're looking at. Um, yeah, it's like a really vague text you get mm-hmm. from a friend who, you know, you kind of lost track of at the bar. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I'll catch up with you in five minutes. And you're like, Where'd you go? Like at the end of the, you know, the next day. And so he's just checking in with us. He just wants us to know. Comey's just like, hey, guys. Yeah. Now, I feel like, you know, maybe maybe he got leverage. Maybe uh, Steve Bannon was like, you're going to send an email that says something. And he's like, well, I'll send an email. It's not going to say anything. <laughs> uh, so uh, we'll start uh, with Drexel. Uh, your thoughts when you heard that this, uh, this email had you know, been sent and you actually got to read it. And your thoughts on the few days since? So the, the moment I found out, I was uh, I was at work, and it, AP Breaking Mobile came up, and literally, I I'm one of those people that I'm in a room, and if I suck the oxygen out, the oxygen is out, and so I was like, oh my gosh, this cannot be happening right now. So then, I was very quiet for a good 
solid hour. Everybody in the And you're never quiet. All my my coworkers are like, what is happening? (laughs) The entire time I'm like doing a little bit of research. I'm reading the feeds. I'm figuring out the news. I'm looking at what's happening. And then... It's a good thing we don't name your employer here because they're going to be like, what have we been paying you Well, no, I was off-site. I was off-site doing all this. And so, like, I was working with a vendor. Oh, so you were doing it on a home server? Oh, yes. yes, yes. I was not on my work phone. I was on my my personal phone. But um, I I was like, okay, this can't be happening. So then after about an hour, an hour and a half later, as I started to read more of what was happening, I was like, oh, that's it? Okay, fine, whatever. So, like... And I talked about this on my last show, which I do uh, political culture right before the show. And I said, um, the the James Comey paragraphs, A, you know, paragraphs, when we write paragraphs in school, they're supposed to be at least like five sentences. His were like two sentence paragraphs or three of them. And the letterhead and how many people that he sent this letter to was longer than what he wrote mm-hmm. below. Yeah, and it was so, like book reports that I would write yes. in fifth right. grade. Right. With, with big, spaces. big spaces. Yeah. 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 And so, you know. So I'm looking at all this stuff and, you know, I, I side with the White House on in terms of how they feel about James Comey. I, I don't think that James Comey, um, I think that he was put in a tough position mm-hmm. of saying, oh, well, if I don't, he's like, I take the do it now, take the hit later. But I think it's the right thing to do. And I thought it was in the moment the wrong thing to do. But I also see it from his side where I'm like, OK, James Comey, I see what you tried to do if. It had come out after that this was exactly X, Y, and Z was going to happen after. It would have caused much more of a problem and probably invalidate, not invalidated, but probably would have questioned some people if Hillary Clinton wins next week. Um, So I think that would have been a little bit tougher transition for Hillary Clinton. Instead of focusing on her transition, she now has to focus on the FBI. And I think getting it out early allows her to focus on transition after election. Hmm. Curious. Curious. Is that what you thought when you heard about all of this, or uh, was it just... uh... Well, I started to look at, like, really what's, you know, going on, and then I got really interested when I saw that there was no search warrant at the time that this announcement was made. Well, that wasn't until two days later, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's no search warrant, so they haven't even seen anything. They don't even know, is this... Duplicate emails they've already seen. They don't know... They don't know what they're looking at, but they they thought it was important to say that they are looking. And so it just was like, uh, this is really ridiculous. And I don't want to be like a Hillary apologizer or what, but I just, that, you, that's like, I, I can't, I'm trying to think of a, a good lawyer analogy, but there's, like, you haven't even looked at it. They haven't even seen it. It's not that they haven't just released it to the mm-hmm. public what those emails were. They don't even know what's in them. It could very well be nothing or something that they've already seen. So it's very a whole lot of I came of up with a bad all. legal analogy okay. that probably is not as complex as one thing, but it's sort of like, okay, so we're investigating that fire that happened, and uh, this house we're looking in, there's matches in there. So clearly, you know, That's we're not one. saying anything. Actually, so it's like it's the first house they looked at, and they're like, well, there's matches here. So, you know, we don't know. We just want you to know there are matches. But something, but something tells me good. that the FBI did read those emails. Well, they were without supposed the, to. That's what I'm saying. Without the right. search warrant. So anything right. after that is obviously going to be inadmissible. Whatever. Because they're be only legal. supposed yeah. to be looking for weenies. Right. Well, but, and that's yeah. that's how it all comes back around. Remember when yes. we did the episode about an Oscar Mayer wiener? I was yes. like, well, what does this have to do <laughs> with the election? Apparently everything. everything. But did they have everything. a search? But here's, here's what was confusing. Did they have a search warrant 
not for Hillary, not for Huma Abedin or for Hillary Clinton, but they had. Did they have a search warrant for Anthony Weiner? Yes. Yes, I believe they did because it was a separate that's investigation. That so they, that's right. right. And that's how so it then got. that's why I'm saying when they said they didn't have a search warrant, what did they not have a search warrant for? Is to the question. look at for anything that's related to Hillary, right? And the Huma emails and so they should only, only be literally looking. looking for dick pics. That's yes. all that they were allowed right. to look for. Yeah. Right. That's and what I'm saying. His, like, and, I'm, I'm his and his no, it is, and it was his emails. Okay. It was completely. But then in the in the process of. Then they found those discovery that's why, or the investigation. What, what they, you come across something that's interesting. So then, what do you do? How does that work? So that's like let's point. go back to my bad metaphor. If when you're in that house that has matches, you realize, oh wow, there's uh, five kids chained in the basement. Oh, but we we didn't have a warrant for that. So you obviously can do well, something about it if you if you come well, across it. Those are exigent circumstances, sure. and okay, and but I think that that's like what that. they would say. There was nothing like that. There's not like an immediate. If they didn't find these emails and the content of these emails now, that there was going to be some irreparable harm. Mm-hmm. So that's really yeah. I would have had to see another picture of Anthony Weiner with his shirt off. Right. <laughs> but then Huma Abedin said, "I don't even know how my emails got on this right, computer." Right. That's what she was saying. Well, yeah. Apparently, she was. Uh, forwarding emails to herself to make them easier for her to print because she could because she couldn't print them off the State Department right. email uh, that she had, so she would email them to another personal account. What are we laughing at? Drexel no, go to work. He says hashtag Drexel go to work. <laughs> on the way. But I know. I was, I, well, I was going to say a couple things on that, and that I, I've actually done that myself. I forwarded things from one email account to another I've because I'm trying that, to, yeah. to print them or I'm on another, you know, whatever. But uh, there were two things, and like you were saying, Drexel is basically Obama's kind of in a tough position because he appointed Comey, and he also doesn't want to be put in a situation to where uh, you end up getting a special prosecutor involved and you take that control away. I think what Comey did, though, was was even though he was damned if he does, damned if he doesn't, it would still put him in a really bad situation because all the people he sent it to were the Republican congressional members. It was very vague. It doesn't help her. And, he, and I know we were talking about this on, on Twitter, uh, Drexel, with uh, Joe Walsh, who's the, the crazy conservative... Even when he says that this was unfair to Hillary, you know... And Janine Pirro. Yeah. Yes, and Janine Pirro also had a very... You know, when they even say this is unfair to her to do this vague, kind of uh, very sketchy 11 days before, oh, you know, we don't know if there's anything there. We don't know who it is, where it's from. And it, and it just raises enough doubts to people that might be concerned about voting for her. It's not going to affect anybody that's a diehard Democrat or people that are already in our corner. It's going to affect maybe a very small tiny group of maybe some Republican women voters that were thinking of uh, voting no, for No, but actually to that point, but I don't uh, think Chelsea, obviously I don't know that there's really anything that would ever get you to vote for Donald Trump, but as someone who was sort of dragged towards Hillary, right. does this sort of thing make you at least stop and think again, like, oh, maybe I should vote for, you know, another party candidate or just write in Bernie? You know? Not not this Not this. Issue. Okay. Mm-mm, doesn't but, do it. So it, you feel confident just as confident as you did a, a week or two weeks ago with the last time you were here on the show. Yeah, it's okay. just really, and I think I'm pretty similar to everybody that's been polled yes. about the issue that yeah. it yes. hasn't really it's, changed it's, their it mind. It hasn't, and, and, and it's not a big enough deal, but I think there might be a few people out there that might have been, it just raises that concern. It doesn't help her, let's just, you know, right. it doesn't help her, but I think there might be a few people that are, especially Republicans, that might have been wanting to vote for her that might be more reluctant, not just because of that, but started thinking, oh, it's the scandal, it's all these things, and it just makes them think well, about they, that in a negative. The, everybody's <laughs> like, well, we're going to go into an election with an investigation, a legal investigation of one of the candidates? No, no. both of the candidates. Right. Because Trump's got a sexual assault. Which nobody's a, talking about. A child rape um, pending. Mm-hmm. Trump University. Yep. Uh, so 
neither one of them is walking in this right. legally scot-free. Right, and, and one of the things that I always get really upset about, and I think I've said this before on the show, is that when we start talking about Hillary Clinton's emails, yeah, if you actually actually look at Hillary Clinton, like when she sends right. an email, and part part of what's got jumbled up in this whole, and we're, we're, we all watch politics in from a... Like, we're very invested in the process, mm-hmm. and we have our opinions about the policy about it. Um, and nobody's paying attention to the process. Nobody understands the process of it. And I think that's part of what people are seeing through this election is that they don't understand the the back, behind-the-scenes workings. Right. So if you look at an email from um, from uh, John Podesta, or if you're looking at an email from Jennifer Palmier or Brian Fallon or any of Robbie Mook, any of these guys, you're seeing how campaigns actually work. The dirty. Even Bernie Sanders said mm-hmm. in the past couple of weeks, listen— I can 100% tell you that if I look at Jeff Weaver's emails, the stuff that he probably said about Hillary Clinton's campaign that he probably said about John Podesta probably would not would not rival, you know, would rival what, was the, what we saw in WikiLeaks uh, in terms of John Podesta's emails. And so people are starting to see like, oh, man, oh, Hillary Clinton surrounding herself with all right. these different types of people. No, their campaign office, their job is to protect the candidate. Now, it goes back to I was. I was Reading what happened on Friday, one of the things that happened on Friday is that the Clinton campaign didn't have any Wi-Fi in the air. Mm-hmm. The LA Times uh, reporter wrote an article who was on the plane at the time about the moments that happened after the fact. Right. And the campaign spent at least a good half hour trying to figure out when they were going to tell Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. So it's oh, about wow. when do you tell yeah. the candidate? Yes. How much do you tell the yes. candidate? And how much does Hillary Clinton know? I bet sometimes she's looking at these emails going, I can't believe you sent that, Jennifer Palmieri, about the Catholics. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that Catholic email that Jennifer Palmieri, I bet Hillary Clinton didn't have a clue. And then they made it seem like, oh, Hillary Clinton's against the Catholics. And right. you saw that at the Al Franken dinner right. when Donald Trump brought it up. So you're like, how much does Hillary Clinton know? It's almost like, how has the White House not been touched? And the Hillary Clinton campaign has been very good about not throwing Barack Obama administration mm-hmm. under the bus. When it comes to Libya, when it comes to Benghazi, she hasn't thrown a single Republican under the bus. She hasn't said a single word about how Republicans cut funding for um, embassies. She hasn't said a word. In Why terms not? Of, and that's what I'm saying. In terms of, right. the, in terms of the White House, she hasn't said a word about, listen, this was the policy of the of the defense secretary. Well, this and I think she, she couldn't with Obama and with the administration. Well, how, yeah. I'm saying I mean, that, to, yeah. to some extent, there's the professional courtesy. Right. And Absolutely. also, this administration is doing a lot to help her, which right. you know, we haven't necessarily seen. But, why should, but they shouldn't yeah, have to do all of this work if... The blame had not shifted to Hillary Clinton on every yes, policy exactly. problem that came out of the Obama administration. And you're like, so you blame Hillary. And then the White House says nothing. And yeah. then people go, oh, it was all Hillary Clinton's fault. So you basically think that the state secretary has everything to do with uh, embassy security, uh, I don't know, whole policies in terms of no fly zones, all this stuff. She's just one person in like, a wheel of. Of, yeah. of I mean, if she gets all that blame, blame, then she should probably just get all the credit, all the credit. for Bin Laden. Mm-hmm. You know, basically, it's right, look, exactly. you're right. So it's like, oh, we're, you know, we're yeah. gonna they have, have to, to pick give and you choose. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but says Trump has dictated nothing more than his company. Oh yeah, and I'm Vic ha- Rattlehead. Thank I'm, you. I'm uh, I'm kind of happy to see that people are boycotting not only Trump's. Uh, brands, but mm-hmm. also Ivanka's. Yeah, yeah. and I think hit. Ivanka's like, dude, I'm not even going to vote yeah. for you. Like, <laughs> like why is this Which is why I think she came out what, a couple weeks ago or last week and said that uh, her dad's going to accept whatever result comes out of next week, because I don't think she wants it to drag on, because no. it will affect it will. the businesses. It's going to be very negative um, if if that, that does drag on, and it is a big concern. Yeah, I wonder if he's going to 
ever make a comeback. I mean, brand wise. <laughs> brand wise, I think uh, it'd probably be all right. If, yeah. if you think about in terms of, uh, you know, from what you hear, it seems like there have been a couple of bankruptcies and, you know, there have been a lot of things along the way. If if the brand is good, you know, if the the Trump Tower is a good place to have, it's in a good location. So you still might want to have your office there, things like that. Well, well, and, you know, if the casinos, I know that one of them closed. You know, but it, I'll tell you if, it, if it's what, not helping the brand. Actually, just closed three thousand people yes. were let go. I think that uh, mm-hmm. I don't think that that was a direct result of the campaign. I think that anybody who's been to Atlantic City might be surprised that Atlantic City is still there. But uh, I think that you know, if it if the the name is a problem, I think that everything will be called something else. You know, it wouldn't be a a, a Trump Tower. They'll be like, we'll come up with something else. I, I don't know? think he would ever do that though. No, I know because uh, his ego. But I don't think, like you said, I, I think that the people that are supporting him are going to support him and go support his brands, and the right. people that are more modern don't really care will go. Maybe they'll call. Maybe they'll. Change the name to go. Ivanka Trump Tower yeah. right. because it's like it's, it's not him. Yeah, you know it, it, it's it's her tower. And I just want to kind of oh, just Olivia, address. I don't know if Stephen the Trump supporter got scared and doesn't show up. <laughs> no, anymore. no, he was, no, here, he, he was here last week, right. and he, but, but he's just, actually uh, he's working. He's making his uh, bank account great again. Working it, right. He's trying to afford all that money yeah. now. It's not a bad idea. The markets aren't doing very well. No, they're not. I looks... mean, did you see what happened well, in the stock market on Friday yes. when that when that AP break, and then it was like right. it, like plummeted? But I just want to address they don't the, like the fact the, any kind of instability. Right. I just want to address something that somebody said about balance on this panel because I get the same thing on political mm-hmm. culture all the time. And first of all, we're in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the idea of Republican or super conservative people running around is very scarce. Um, but also, this isn't so, you know, this isn't like a, I'm, I can be very, once Hillary Clinton hopefully gets president, I can be very critical of the Clinton administration, sure. just like I am very critical of an Obama administration sure. when it comes to certain things. Um, Probably not more critical. Not more critical than, right. than, than Chelsea. Be, right. yes. However, um, we are, I think, collectively against Donald Trump, the person not the party. Right. I think that the Republican Party as a party, I was... I was well, I don't like their platform. I, well, I don't like their I was, platform I was, either. I don't like their platform. There's However, a difference between them and I was talking about Paul Ryan him. earlier today. I said, I think Paul Ryan is one of the smartest Republican congressmen that they have. And I think that Paul Ryan, if you can, I said this last, but that's about the right. trifecta, yeah. where you talk about we Paul Ryan, you've got um, Chuck, Chuck Schumer, Schumer, and you got Hillary Clinton. Yeah. That is the balance that you want in Washington. You want that Paul Ryan mind you to want say, those I want that conservative, mo- yeah, you want that policy mind in Paul Ryan. Mm-hmm. So I don't think, it's, I think it's less about balance of Hillary versus Donald Trump and more about Democrats versus the destruction that is Donald Trump and other and then, Republicans because there are a lot of never Trump yeah. Republicans that don't want anything to do with them either. Right, and they by no means are people who would support Hillary Clinton in right. any circumstances, but they really don't want but Trump. But then I'm, I'm saying that the support for Gary Johnson and Jill Stein is down, at least in the state of California. I don't know if that's well, actually, Donald Trump has the lowest right now of any Republican candidate in California's history, if it, if it holds true next week. But, but and that's encouraging a lot of my friends who lean Republican to vote for Hillary Clinton. Gary Johnson, oh, Gary Johnson right. because they think that their vote is safe and they want to send a message. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, uh, to, in speaking of, in terms of balance, it is something we've talked about, that the right. pool for which we pull from, uh, you know, Stephen... Even though some people think he's he's a Trump guy, he said many times on the show he's not a Trump supporter. Except he was the closest. I think I think I think I think Trump. I think when he was at Trump Tower, it all sealed oh, up yeah, to his it's head. like it, like yeah. he breathed in. I that think air. early on he was. <laughs> I think early on he was more disposed to it because of how much he doesn't like Hillary. I don't think he really likes Hillary much more. I do think he likes Trump less. 
Who knows? He's not. But here. he's also a one issue but, voter when it comes to yes. economics. Right. And, so. But to my point, he was the most no. outspoken Trump supporter we could get who would actually come on the yeah. show. Okay. So I, I certainly know people. Uh, I know people that you yeah, know may same. or may not be involved in AfterBuzz that just did not want to come on camera. So. Scott Billings, I like what you're saying. Paul Ryan has led the obstructionist Congress. Do we want that to continue? Heck no, I'm with you. But I also think that Paul Ryan was put in a tough position with that Tea Party faction right. that gave him the speakership. It was the same thing with John Boehner. Right. Had that same problem. And whereas Paul Ryan's like, here's the thing. I don't think Paul Ryan would have said he voted for Donald Trump today if he was not up for re-election right now. I think that's actually a great point. Yes. Yeah, he no, just would not have said anything. He doesn't have to. Why? He's been talking about that the whole right. time, and now he's seeing some internal numbers that are saying, ooh, if you don't talk about little Donald Trump more, that first district mm-hmm. might not well, work out too well for you. Uh, to, uh, once again, Vic Rattlehead, to his point that Paul Ryan is with her, he's an establishment <laughs> shill. Uh, I mean, I think that that's certainly, that, you know, one thing that the Trump campaign has done <laughs> is certainly reinforce that notion that yeah. uh, Paul Ryan, you know, Paul Ryan, a guy that, uh, you know, Bill Crystal was hoping was going to run for president in 2012, amongst yeah. other people. And, uh, you know, Bill Crystal would probably vote for him again. But there are a lot of people who are, who you know, the... They've sold their stock in Paul Ryan, but uh, right. I think that uh, there's a ooh, there's all caps there in the booth. That makes me scared. Sorry, <laughs> uh, just there in the chat. But uh, look, I think that uh, I think there's something to be said for divided government. But uh, at the same time, when it mm. it always turns into you know something passes in the Senate and then the House always you know if you the, the House always doesn't fund it or however it all breaks down you know or if it's like always gets vetoed you know at some point you're just like oh just do something. You know, just maybe vote on a couple of things that you actually agree on. Just get a couple things in yeah, there. Nothing. And then you can go, no, no, never, never, never. And I know we're going to talk about uh, the polls here in a little bit. But there was yes. something that talked that there was brought up today just in terms of Florida um, and the numbers and the levels of African-American voters mm-hmm. um, this election go around. And, you know, somebody brought people bring up the point of and I know somebody just did about how Hillary Clinton has somehow hurt the Democratic Party. I don't think that that's the case. I think that uh, essentially, um, you know, Barack Obama is a lot more conservative than Hillary Clinton on all, m- most issues down oh, the ballot. Oh, really? I've, I've always said that Hillary Clinton was to the left of Obama, oh, that Barack oh. Obama was to the right, right on of On what Clinton. issues? On um, foreign policy. I think that Barack Obama was a lot more hawkish than Hillary Clinton. I think that Hillary Clinton was probably in there being like, listen, I'm a woman in this room full of men. What the heck is going on in Yemen? Why are, what, 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 what is this? Nobody's talking what, about oh, Yemen. But anyways, we, we should oh, at some point. If but. you look at the way that he's conducted his drone policy, if you look the, if you look at how he's kind of you know stuck the book to Latinos in terms of rounding them up and out. Yes, I think if deporter you, in deporter chief. In chief sure. I, think it, I think that there are certain issues that Hillary Clinton probably would have been like, let's take a look at this a little well, bit differently. Well, speaking of that language, that statement, or I don't even know if you can really call it a sta- statement. Exactly, right. thank you, which said, mm-hmm. we're going to look at, look at, look at, look, and think and think. Right, and yeah. but I think that's the position. It was like a two-sentence thing, But if you notice that, she was the one of the, other than Bernie Sanders, she was the only Democrat that said anything. No other congressman, no other senator, nobody from the White House, nobody has said anything from the Democratic Party. And Republicans certainly aren't going to say anything. But I think that it's, I think that for Hillary Clinton even to say something said that, okay, this is on my radar, but I'm not going to say anything after the election. And it goes back to what I said. I think the Obama administration halted that process until after this election. So you think that she Mm. really thinks she's going to side with the. 
No, I think company, this, I think or I, you think she's going to sign. I don't think it, I don't think it's going to matter because it won't even I think this pipeline is going to be built before she even No, gets I don't think so. Are you kidding it's me? A million people no, 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 checked I in meant, yesterday yeah, to, yeah, to, to I help. was one of them. Yay, what I'm saying what, what I'm saying what I'm saying is what I'm saying is, is I was that, so confused by that. I had to read about it. I did read about it eventually, but I'm like what my is husband checked in, in a couple other people that I mentioned. That would be awesome. Like we should move like you have like another burning man like at Standing Rock like something where we set up shop and just if, hang and fight until yeah, this sorry, gets handled. Yeah. But my the, point is, is that if you saw how Keystone went down, the Obama administration was very adamant about Keystone saying, oh, no, we're not going to do it at all. This was a time where they said, okay, we're going to halt and we're going to reevaluate. That, to me, signals either Barack Obama is going to try to punt it off to Hillary Clinton and then let her deal with it, or this pipeline is going to go through with or without that. It, it's almost like... It's not going to happen. I mean, uh, I, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that the, the option is right, either yes. punt it I, I, I or allow it to happen. He's allowing, He's punting it is what I would think and doesn't want to get... You know, It's the same thing. Doesn't want to get involved with it. And, and somehow the Republican governor of North Dakota... Like, people forget like how this whole thing right. went down. People forget um, all Standing stuff. Rock is that you got a Republican governor. Yes. They were trying to appease all the white voters in North Dakota. And now they've stuck the it to all the Native Americans. Very few people that live there. And, right. And then I didn't even... I was like, where is... North Dakota, uh, and then right, and like nobody thinks about North Dakota, um, and then you got, and now you got this pipeline, um, and there's certainly the Republican governor is certainly not going to be thinking about renewable energy in North Dakota and how best to serve the people of North Dakota. So where does the where does the administration stand on that? Because the State Department had to have let that pipeline go through somehow. This is this is going to be a, a big issue. I don't think this is going anywhere. No, this not is going not going to go quietly into the no, night. They've been working on it since April, so I think that. Yeah. But I don't think it'll go quietly. The momentum right, is, the mo- is just gaining. Exactly. And I, you know, I, I don't know. Somebody so there were a couple comments got. in the chat. That, oh, no. Where did uh, it go? Well, that's okay because I wrote oh, them down. Uh, first of all, great name, Monolith Enigma. Very nice. I like uh, the drink drunk done name up there. Uh, I saw that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, that Monolith might be Enigma. Us next week. Well, we'll talk about that. Uh, <laughs> Monolith Enigma said Hillary is for Hillary, not the right or the left. Which uh, is uh, well, could be a good thing, really. If she's I could say that about Trump. Other. Very. Um, and uh, what I, I one I also enjoyed three one three Yolanda. Can't wait for the election to be over. Uh, I have to agree with that. I do too. And uh, you know we are only a week away, and at the end of the show we'll talk about uh, next week how it'll be exciting. So we should definitely spend some time on some of the polling, which. You know, obviously, it always varies if you look at the different polls, uh, and that's why we always talk about the real clear politics average. One poll that last week I didn't give too much credence to was that ABC News right. poll that had uh, Hillary up by 11 12, or 12, yeah. you're right. Mm-hmm. And uh, now she's only up by one. So uh, are, is that just the course correction of a poll that was way out there? And they're like, all right, let's 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 be a little bit more realistic. Or... Did she really drop 11 points? I know it's one poll, but when you look at the average, well, now she's leading by 2.2. And that's definitely, you know, much more in the margin of error. Uh, that uh, LA Times USC tracking poll, which always seems to show Trump up for some reason. It's always been leaning Republican the entire yeah, and cycle. And he's up by four in that yeah. one. Uh, so, you know, it's that's why the average is useful because it, it mm-hmm. takes so many of them. Well, of course, if a couple of those polls are really bad, it, it doesn't really help the average, but right. it's interesting to look at. Uh, Chelsea, your one thoughts? One of the polls that I thought was interesting that the only real effect that this latest email thing has had has to been to diminish the enthusiasm of Hillary supporters. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's where these numbers may be 
looking different. Although I don't know if on election day really the the numbers. I saw that in in uh, you know a couple of Trump's must win states that uh, it seems to have helped him in Florida and Ohio. Although there was a new poll that just came out. What was in this Florida one? Yeah, today. I know you're talking about this. What was and this again, one? this is, could be looked at definitely as an outlier because it has uh, Hillary up by eight with the early voting and something crazy about a quarter of Republican voters were supporting her. But I do have uh, some relatives that are there that are Republicans that are voting for her. Uh, but it does sound more like an outlier. But that's the problem is you, you get a lot of noise. You have so much back and forth. Um, you know, definitely Trump's numbers, and that was part of the thing, too, where they're already closing before this FBI news came out. And a lot of polls are saying, yes, it, this was already happening as the lead-up was happening. But you do have to look in the fact that 27 million people have already voted, and the numbers for Hillary in Nevada look amazing. Uh, her numbers are higher than, than 2012 for the Democrats, uh, especially in uh, Washoe County where Reno is. Uh, the numbers are much higher. Uh, Colorado still looks very good for the Democrats. Which anyone um, who's ever been to Reno, by the way, or in the surrounding area, that that wouldn't really seem like you know strong Democratic No, territory. it's a Republican yeah. area, and the fact the numbers are up for the Democrats. So it looks uh, pretty good for, for her still. And I still feel like the Electoral College... Uh, math is still in her favor regardless well because, as we were saying before the air i always go yeah. to larry sabato right. at the center for politics at university of virginia and uh, she still has a healthy electoral uh college margin so you know i think it's something we were talking mm-hmm. uh with with jeff before the show outside outside of the studio is these these voters who don't want to tell a pollster that they're voting for trump which obviously or now happens want mm-hmm. to tell them that they're voting for hillary they might not want to tell you anything right. you know yeah. and uh, however they want to vote uh, and I think that, you know, it, it's probably not a substantial enough number to toss aside these right. polls, but they're so close that as, uh, well, the, the comment went away, but somebody in the, I think it was Olivia said, you know, polls don't matter, just get out and vote. Right. Absolutely. And that's true. But these are, you know, Brexit, these are, anyone? these are sort yeah. of our, yeah, right. these are our, uh, this is sort of our, our, our thermometer. Barometer. Our barometer. Exactly. My, yes. my biggest fear is that she'll win the electoral, but he'll win the popular. Yeah. I mean, that'll be a that, yeah. We that we, will, yeah, that would be bad. I I, I mean, we ha- the, it, it happens. Yes, the know? chance, and that has happened uh, four or five times in in history. But the it's the, happened this century. Well, yes, yeah. in two thousand, and well, I was yeah. in Florida voting yeah. for Gore then. Uh, but uh, you should have voted twice. I know, right. You should have voted 538 times. times, Exactly. But, you know, to that end, though, yes, those numbers have gone up, up, and it is likelier that we could see that. But it still would be very unlikely, and it would be more likely that there would be a tie or neither candidate would get 270. And that's a dangerous position very because dangerous. we know where the house is going to go right oh. um you know and and, and <laughs> i thought that halloween was last night yeah no i know and it's it, you know you can always tell the uh, the the talking heads the pundits that are that are on cable news they would love a tie and they would love you know just to have so much though? talk well i i think that some oh, of them would hate it but yes. there's some that would just to have this sort of unique moment in yes. history like oh I get to talk about it and put uh, the uh, election into overtime. You yeah, know, exactly. Have a whole thing. Ryan you know, Williams to, would talk to... very slow. Yeah, <laughs> this is. Uh, but uh, so you know, as we as we look mm-hmm. at it, the fact that the polls are very close. Uh, let's take a moment and talk about realistically. Can Donald Trump win this? I'll start with you, Scott. Ooh, Bruce Lee. I like that comment. We'll come back to that later. Well, no, let's be, it'll go away. So uh, There we'll are more Scott humans in, in jail yeah. for cannabis transactions alone than for all violent crimes combined in the U.S. 
neither candidate is discussing. That's true. They haven't discussed much of it, but they have said, both candidates have said they want, we'll leave it up to the states because we have a lot of states that are voting yeah. for recreational Including uh, the state that we live in. Yes, yes, in California and our next door neighbor in Arizona and Nevada. Yeah, a lot of states uh, are. So all of our border states could theoretically have it as well because so, Oregon already has it as so well. So yeah, to, so to address that comment, I would say yes, that's true. And I think we have a better chance of moving progressively yes. federally with Hillary. Yes, absolutely. Right. So, and, and if these states do win, I think it is going to make the federal issue a lot more important now. Because if you have California, the most populated state in the country, that legalizes it, which right now it is well ahead in the polls. Yeah, it's over 50%. Oh, yeah, 60%. it's almost 60. Yeah. Uh, then then I think it's going to make the, the federal government have to rework this and decide what they want to do, especially for banking laws it's and It's going to be things. like gay marriage. You know, mm-hmm. once the popular... Uh, no states... Right. Then Hillary... Sw- you know, came around. Well, and, and the government itself is going to have to come around as a federal issue and say we have to change the uh, schedule of these drugs and not have it at the same level as heroin. And yeah, you know. absolutely. All right. Thanks yes, for that. it is not okay, the sorry. same as heroin. Right. Uh, <laughs> circle back to the idea, though. So, in this next week, uh, what sort of steps can Trump take where you feel like, oh, he's going to get himself in a position where he could actually win this thing? Uh, if he kind of. I mean, I still think he was just a little over the top with his stuff about this is the worst scandal since Watergate. But basically, if he keeps himself out of trouble and keeps a low profile and you keep the attention back on Clinton and you keep you yeah. know hammering the FBI things to throw doubts into any of these undecided voters, because that is the thing about this race is that there are more undecided voters at this point in the race than we've had in, in recent elections, which makes it more volatile. Even though I still think that Hillary still has the advantage, there are a lot of people that could shift over the weekend. And states like Pennsylvania don't have early voting. You know, states like that that are very important do not have early voting. So they're all going to have to go in on November 8th and vote. So there is still time for, for things to change. Uh, I don't think he has it but you know i'm going to need a lot of alcohol to get through election day kimberly i'm with you but he could tighten if if, if, he would have to do very like he would have to win some of these upper uh midwest states that have not gone for a republican since the late 80s so he has a very high uphill battle because he could still win florida he could win north carolina he could win uh colorado and nevada and Iowa and Ohio and still not win. <laughs> and still not win. Right. So yeah. he needs like but, a Wisconsin but or he needs But this will be the first time since what, like 1964 that a president has become president without Ohio. So yes. I think we really Oh, even earlier than that. We yeah. do really need to look out for Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, Ohio and North Carolina to me and I think the Clinton campaign has said the same thing as sort of the bellwether states to see how they do uh next Tuesday. Because if they're trending in certain ways, yeah. if they both go to Trump, then it may show more of a Trump movement uh, nationwide. Yeah. And I was there in 2008 Yikes. when yeah. uh, Barack Obama, um, you know, won the state of North Carolina. Yeah. And, you know, state of North Carolina in the last, what, four elections have been split pretty much. Right. Two Democrats, two Republicans. Right. In, in, uh, the way they voted. Roy Cooper is up um, in the state of North Carolina mm-hmm. right now. And Hillary Clinton's up in the state of North Carolina right now. So that's a good if, if Roy Cooper is up that's an indication of how Hillary Clinton will perform in that state right um, the only person that's not performing well in that state is Deborah Ross um, well that's I, close one of the close. polls has a plus one for, right. for Burr right now but I but I don't think that I think that uh, Richard Burr I think that his Hillary Clinton comment about shooting her is going to hurt him mm-hmm. um, with women voters because I mean that's going to turn off uh, some voters there uh, but I do think that they're going to they might win the governor's mansion uh, Hillary might win the state but Richard Burr might keep his seat well it's the um, same thing in Florida too Marco Rubio looks like but he'll he's got keep the no, right. yeah no. I think he's gonna beat Come Patrick Murphy on. and to the point he's where very I, popular you know I mean people do like him they I mean, do even, to the, to the for, for a progressive to look at him and everything he does it, it must be hard to believe but uh, I mean he 
He knows how to he knows, he knows how to speak no. to his people, and by I don't even mean that ethnically. The people who are you know who have drank that Kool Aid, he's like, oh yeah, I, I've got them. I mean, I was watching ye- yesterday the Leonardo DiCaprio National Geographic mm-hmm. before the flood, you know, movie, and he Leonardo DiCaprio goes to Miami where there's water, there's seawater coming up through the drains in the streets. The the city's got this four hundred million dollar project that's going to buy them forty or fifty years from completely having the land go out to sea. And Marco Rubio is still a climate denier. Well, and Governor like, Rick I, Scott is I, like, you can't even use the word climate change. I don't change even understand. It, it, Maybe that's why Marco Rubio doesn't say anything. Yeah, he doesn't want to go back to his own. Might be, but, he's a, he's uh, a you know, not even not say anything. He's a denier. So uh, to speak there in Florida, I'm sure that uh, Leonardo rode his bicycle, right? He didn't uh, fly a private plane. Well, Did he fly commercial? Actually, it was interesting. He was talking to somebody in India, and he was trying to make this case for, well, with the United States, we can keep doing what we've been doing. Just let's change the energy source. And the woman in India was like, no, honey, you've got to look at how much energy the United States is using, and we have to cut down on consumption. So he was a little like, oh, what? I'm going to have to change? So I think mm-hmm. that actually doing the movie was probably good for him, because he even acknowledged that he probably uses more energy than the average American. So that's probably... probably. And a bigger footprint of of carbon when you're traveling Uh, via... We do only have a few more minutes, so I just want to sort of uh, (laughs) move through this idea of things that, uh, you know, Trump can do. Like I alluded to earlier in the show, he did have a very focused speech in Pennsylvania today, and you can tell because the headline said that it was focused, and that's how you notice. You know, that stands out. It's like, oh, you know what? He didn't didn't meander. He didn't talk about all the things. You mean you're talking about his his healthcare speech? Well, yeah, but no, he didn't talk about the, the the sort of the trigger things which right. are that I'm not going to abide by the results right. of the election that it's rigged you know he didn't talk about the things that he he had been talking about and we actually don't have time to go into his thoughts on Obamacare because we only have a few minutes but the, that's the sort of thing besides I know, right I that, love how he was like, it with something need, you know we need to convene fantastic. a special session like isn't yeah. their job to show up at all and to deal uh-huh. with this? Why does it got to be right. a special, special session? session? Well, right. because they don't do anything during the regular session. Right. Because but we have because too nobody, many Republicans. What, right. what he basically needs is to, you know, sort of toe that line and not be uh, not be Trump, basically. And he needs to sort of, you know, stick stick to the, the message that has been laid out for him, not the message that's in his head. But what he doesn't need is uh, getting an endorsement from the Crusader. You don't know what the Crusader is? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a Ku Klux Klan's official newspaper. And that happened today. So you always have to yep. watch for that sort of thing. And uh, I, I, I'm fascinated as to what we're going to see in the next six, seven days mm-hmm. uh, as to what that is. Um, and there was, a, hear about it. there was a very interesting uh, question in the uh, chat room that uh, Drexel made sure I saw. And I do want to uh, take the time to uh, get everybody's answers on that. And then we'll talk about it next week. I'll start with you, Drexel, since you saw it. Will you support a uh, Trump presidency and that doesn't even have to mean excitedly support the, the you know this might mean how she meant it the idea of oh I'm going to be in line with the agenda but I guess I'll ask this more of in a are you in the well I'm going to have to move to Canada because personally I'm not moving to Canada I love Canada I have some Canadian friends I'm not moving there I don't care who the president is I'm not going to leave America and live in any other country even the United States of Trump America <laughs> I will stay I got nowhere else I want to be alright America is is great. I don't need to go anywhere else. Um, would I be excited about a President Trump? Uh, I wouldn't be excited if the guy that we've seen in the debates is is president. No, I think that, uh, you know, you never know. A guy could surprise you, but uh, I feel like we've gotten the wrong kind of surprises from him <laughs> thus far. But uh, to Olivia's point, Drexel, your thoughts? 
Um, I'm a student of democracy, so I believe in the process. So I, you know, you gotta respect the process. I think that we, I think that the harder, I think what we'll, we would see in a Trump presidency is our policies that are destructive enough to bring out Democrats during midterms that they don't, don't normally turn out to. And I think that will completely flip a, a the legislative branch if that happens. Um, so, uh, you know, you, you, do the pro you do the process and that's what the outcome is going to be. I don't think we can say anything else after that. I think the Democrats are tend to be a little bit more okay. That's it. We got to go we got to move on. You know, we this is the process. Uh Democrats mm. don't seem to be a little bit uh louder but um uh, yes, I, I do. Yes, I do expect President Trump to be impeached six months. Yeah. Um, but I <laughs> well, think, look, there are people who say the same thing about but Hillary. But then they got Pence, yeah. and I'm right. not excited but about that. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing I think about Republicans, though. If Trump became president, Republicans in leadership, Mitch McConnell, Paul Ryan, Mike Pence, who's been in the Congress, would run circles around Donald Trump legislatively to ensure that he doesn't screw anything up. They'd say, nope, can't do that. No, can't do that. Generals would say, no, you can't do that. He might fire everybody, but who, what general, who is he going to replace them with? Every general is trained. Omarosa. Omarosa. <laughs> but every general, most, most military uh, professionals are trained to, you know, say, okay, great, we're going to listen to the president. But if there's an order that they just cannot do. This is actually let, a good yeah, question. Let me they explain will, to they, you they, why this we is can't why do we this. cannot do yeah. that. Mr. And he President, would have to fire yeah. every military professional down the line. You don't think he could find one General crazy Flynn. nuthead? General Flynn, who he's got running around the the whole state, all around the country with him. What but do I, you think of the sound of General Rudy Giuliani? Rudy, you're right. Oh, but I think, but I think that I think that Republicans <laughs> would 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 reel him in as a president and that just in that checks and balances kind of way um i think it would be bad for the I supreme court i hope so court. i hope you're right there i just right, feel like I, he's so bombastic he would i mean say he would, stuff he would, out to public he would go and, around the public but i think ugh. i think that as president he would be up against you know how when uh you know when some democrats go up against president obama in terms of policy i think we would absolutely see that in republicans who want to run in 2020 yeah and i think that uh, you know I, your Ted Cruz's, your Rand Paul's, people who already ran against uh, right. against Donald Trump, I think would be pretty much right out there in the front on that sort of thing. And again, we only have a few minutes, so I want to give each of you a chance to respond to Olivia's question. Great question, Olivia. It is. Uh, Chelsea. Oh, man. It's great, and it's really tough. I... I God, there's so many. There's like the composed part of me mm-hmm. that wants to say something along what like what Trent says. Right. So <laughs> I like support democracy. Yes, of course. And then but there's, then there's a part of you that yes. wants to get like, arrested yeah, and that burn took the place me, down. So, well, that uh, took me a arrested to again. Mm-hmm. I, or, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it would just. It, first of all, half of the things that he talks about can't get done. But I think he might get fixated on them, and then we cannot move forward in some very important things like. Climate change. Well, you're not. You know that's not going to happen. I mean, no. and and just I mean, people watch this before the flood movie. Uh, there's, I mean, if you if you can appreciate and respect science, that is, and I mean, that, we don't have four <laughs> years to just right. twiddle our thumbs and do nothing. And there, the price of uh, health care and sure. repealing Obamacare with what nothing, just that we get to uh, buy insurance across states. Can't we just do that now with Obamacare? I, I mean, there's just there's a lot of things that are not going to get done, and we're going to move backwards. Oh dear God, the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. That's 
probably the most frightening part. Well, to all those frightening parts yes. that Chelsea raised, Scott, your thoughts on you know if there is a President Trump, um, uh, how how do you look at it? Are you gonna you gonna run for a candidate or a warmer other country? I I, I agree with with you, Christians, that I would stay here. I'd want to be able to fix whatever these problems would be. Yeah. But I I you know like Drexel said, it, it would be the will of the people. I would be incredibly disappointed and saddened that a majority of my fellow Americans would vote for someone I, like this I, I, I and it would make me feel shock. sick. Yeah. Um, and I also think they would be very disappointed because like you were saying, Chelsea, he is not going to be able to do any of these things that he delivers because he gives very generalistic comments. He has no real concrete plans and things are not going to happen. And I think those supporters are going to be sadly disappointed by the lack of things that actually happen because i think that because they he's don't, not going to make it happen they don't realize that trump is not can't be a dictator he can't right i mean it's, it's just not going to work out the way that the, he the, thinks this four percent growth that he's promising and bringing back these jobs he's promising uh and the big wall that mexico's none of those things are going to happen and that's the thing that if people are, are buying into this are going to be very disappointed people uh, don't understand the way not the markets happen. work the way the constitution right. works the three branches of government we need he doesn't even understand that that's the thing he no, doesn't understand we any need, of that that's we, why we, we need you know maybe this show you know after the election should be like a, a an entertaining civics class because i don't think that most americans really understand how the f it all works right don't i yeah I mean, I was just looking at it was Lawrence O'Donnell did the whole story about the 28% of Republicans. Yes. And yes. I think when people start to look at, you know, people ask me in all Florida. the time, how, how comfortable are you are with Hillary Clinton winning next week? And I said, oh, I'm fairly comfortable. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just, it's an election. Like, I shouldn't feel comfortable. Right. I, you know, the, the, you know, Barack Obama, Mitt Romney was comfortable. He was very yes, comfortable. He was too, yes, he was a little exactly. too comfortable. John, John Kerry um, was very comfortable. Yes. So were a lot of I think, people, I think, yeah. I think, you know, it goes back to what Robbie Mook said at the beginning of this campaign. He doesn't want to just win. He wants to win very big. Right. So I think we saw today where the Hillary Clinton campaign is starting to re buy their ads um, in states they normally should not need to. And states that they um, hadn't bought, in they hadn't bought any yeah. anymore. Right. Um, and where some people are like, you know, I saw one watching the punditry today where they were like, oh, well, it could be that they are just getting scared. Actually, it's a part of Robbie Mook's plan from the beginning where he doesn't care about just winning by two or three points. He's talking about winning big and I think well, you and, saw and, I think and, you and see and that in the twenty eight percent. I think you see that yes. in the twenty eight percent where people are like, oh well, Republicans are getting out, Republicans are enthusiastic about voting, blah 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 blah. But if you're seeing twenty eight percent of Republican voters in Florida uh voting for Hillary Clinton how does that that is going to travel across the there is there is more of a chance of a Republican voting for Hillary Clinton than there is a, a Democrat, Democrat voting for Trump voting for Absolutely. Donald Trump. Oh, that's 100 percent sure. And you know and, to the to the point that Olivia made earlier in the chat, which was that you know the polls don't mean anything. Get out and vote. Uh, it'll be fascinating once we actually have the results to see these breakdowns. Well, how many Demo Sorry, how many Republicans in Florida did vote for Hillary? At maybe it's. You know, maybe it's 56 percent. Who knows? Uh, what were you going to say? Well, Scott? I was going to say I actually and, and to Drexel's point, I think it's actually good that we see these polls uh, getting closer because it will encourage Democrats that might have thought, oh, we've got this in the bag and aren't going to feel as motivated to vote. It's actually going to keep these Democrats motivated to get out and vote and make sure that we don't allow. Uh, uh, Which your uh, statement right there reinforces the conspiracy theory that the polls are rigged so that they're like, all right, we're going to tighten them up. I'm just. Hey, uh, well, just, of course, people can just yes, put it of out course. there, but uh, no, but I, they really have over the, and that has been a, a legitimate thing. But I think it's important, and it will help the Democrats that were yeah. overconfident, uh, and it will be fascinating to see how it all pans out. But I will have two, one other interesting thing to say about the polls. Uh, yeah. Moody Analytics actually had a thing that came out today 
and they have guesstimated who the president's going to be since 1980, and they've guesstimated it correctly, and they have Hillary Clinton winning, uh, basically with the same electoral college vote that uh, that Obama won in 2012, 332 and, to 206, and winning and Florida, there, winning North Carolina. And, there was always that stat that uh, whichever Halloween costume sold better mm-hmm. was right. I think it was actually wrong a few years ago. It was. But I feel like this year... With Trump, like who wants to be? Everybody, right. everyone's like, going to no, be Trump. No, I'm going to be a zombie Trump. Yeah, I'm exactly. going to be a monster Trump. Right. You know, I, I, I so Nobody I think, just yeah. wants to be Trump. Although, although Keith, my friend in the chat room, he actually sent me works. We worked together, and uh, he sent me a photo of his dog last night, um, dressed as Donald Trump. So I thought that was very funny. <laughs> but uh, but I just wanted to venture real quick about yeah. the the black voter issue um, in Florida. Mm-hmm. And I think this is nothing to do with Hillary Clinton. Everything to do with Barack Obama, and not in terms of Barack Obama as a black president, right? But Barack Obama as we have gone through five years of shootings across the country and mm-hmm. there's been no resolution on it. And so I think black millennials are starting to be like, well, well we don't even care. And anymore. I think in Ohio, too, that's another that's a, a be very a big, big thing in Ohio. Problem. And that's why we might see the and numbers. I think, it's hurting, I, think the Barack Obama, I think the White House has hurt Hillary Clinton not only on black voters, but then this, this Obamacare thing that came out last week. Like, they have set her up for problems later on. And I think that's... In a problem. Uh, so to uh, synthesize the point that Scott made about how the polls have gotten so much closer with an idea that uh, I shared with you last week, which is the idea yeah. about the idea of impossible, the idea that it's impossible that Donald Trump could be president, I will point out that the Chicago Cubs are still in the World Series, yes. and they are forcing a Game 7 tomorrow night. Do they win? Uh, it's 7-2. to two. It, and oh, it's against no. Cleveland. <laughs> another, another case of Ohio letting people down. Uh, <laughs> here it is, Tuesday night. We will be back a week from tonight, but uh, we've got a big night in store for you over here on the AfterBuzz TV networks, plural, because uh, Drexel's show, uh, Political Culture, will start at 6 o'clock, normal time, and then uh, we'll sort of Join that panel. We'll hang out for a little while. Be a little crosstalk that they call it in the industry. And then we'll be around. Trump versus Hillary will all be around until at least 9 p.m. So you've got about three, maybe more hours of us. So uh, make sure you tune in to Political Culture on BHL at 6. And uh, we'll be around right after that. And we've got a big board coming, so Scott, yeah. can, talk, yes. Scott can fill in. That's I'm having them make a big, a big board. We can fill it all in. Can you imagine, so, what if it was Alaska? We'd have to stay up really late, and Alaska's oh the one that's... Why would you say that? You just jinxed us. Anyway, for uh, Scott Moore, Chelsea Galicia, Drexel Hurd, I'm Christian Blatt. We will see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Nunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 